If you are lonely, when you are alone, you are in bad company. That's a great quote from Satra. I'm sure I mispronounced his name. I even went and looked at that quote to see if I could pronounce it. Not the quote, his name, to see if I could pronounce it right. And I'm hopeless either way. So, <laughs> but If you are lonely, when you are alone, you are in bad company. And, you know, even if you're an introvert or an extrovert, no matter what type of person you are socially, solitude is crucial. It's absolutely needed. I mean, it's who you're stuck with for the rest of your life, right? You've got this strange little 70 to 80 years tri year trip, you know, God willing. <laughs> it could be a lot shorter than that. It could be just a few years. It could be just a few days. That's the trip that you have. And you're stuck with this one idiot. <laughs> and that person, whoever they may be, that's you. That's who you're stuck with. So we might as well spend some time. You know, it's trite. It's cliche. And that's the problem with all truths, or a lot of truths, is that they're, they've been said so many times, popularized by evil pop culture not really but they've been popularized and said and, and and boiled down so well that you can't hear the truth anymore of oh, the statement like what's a classic one? Oh, be yourself that's a that's the classic it's it's such a it's so contrite it's in a thousand movies i'm sure there's like at least a dozen disney movies with that sort of theme and books and you know uh, inspirational speeches and all that be yourself but there is a deep powerful life-changing truth there and i think it's surprising often how many times the things we realize are something we were told our entire lives you get to a moment you think fuck it's just it's the literally the only person I can be. All of the positives, the negatives, whatever vices or crosses or whatever things that I bear, my virtues, whatever I've got, that's all I've got. I can't even possibly be anyone else. And once you feel that, it's so just relieving, you know? It's so peaceful to know that. To know that you don't have to strive to be something alien. You just have to be the best version of you. But even as I say these words, they're so cliche. They're so overly said, overly heard, that you can't even hear the truth in them. I can't even hear the truth in it, and I'm saying it. You know, in the end, I'm going to paraphrase this quote, but advice benefits only those who give it, something like that. You can't truly pass on an experience to somebody. That's ridiculous. The only experience they're going to get is the experience of you advising them. <laughs> you can go through years of strife and trying to solve this particular question. Unbelievable amounts of personal suffering. In fact, a whole life's worth of it and boil it down to a sentence. A sentence that has solved your whole life. That has been the key to the lock of you. That has been the boiled down 
piece of truth and love that you live by. And on your deathbed with that sentence, you can gift it to, you know, your grandson or granddaughter. Given that sentence. And most likely it won't mean almost anything to them. Now maybe a little bit of it will pass over. Maybe a little piece of the truth will carry through. But not all of it. Because at the core, truth is beyond words. I love this example, but I mean, words are, words are, are not real. And it's easy to say, well, they're pretty real. I'm listening to you speak right now feels real to me. But words are, are pointers. They're maps, tools. When I say Ted, Ted doesn't just appear in front of me. Neither does a TED Talk start on my phone or, you know, etc., etc. Theodore Roosevelt doesn't suddenly come back from the, from the dead, you know, asking why I'm using his nickname. It's, how many more Ted's can I think of on the spot? <laughs> no. But, you know, it seems dumb. Obviously, if I say piano, a piano doesn't materialize in front of me. But that's the point. It's a simple, a word is a pointer to a much, much more complex thing. You could sit down in front of coffee cup or a cup of water. That would be a good example. Or uh, in a fireplace and just watch the fireplace. Watch it every day for as long as you could. And eventually it would enlighten you. Because it's reality. Reality is what enlightens you. Whatever piece you want it to be, whether you want it to be the real words on a page, the real experiences of your life, the real love, the real suffering, the real music you play or listen to, the real books you read or write, it doesn't matter. Whatever real thing you pick will enlighten you. And words are real, but they're pointers again. You can tell because I can say someone's name. I can say Rachel. But saying that doesn't embody her. It doesn't lay out all of her thoughts and experiences. The people she loved and the people she lost. Her pain and her pleasure. Her virtue and her vice. Her likes and dislikes. Her friends and enemies. Passions. It's just a name that points to a concept that we can't fully understand. And I'll do it again for you. Ready? Universe. That was pretty easy, huh? I just said universe and papered over the entire universe with a few syllables. It's powerful shit, man. It's good. But it isn't real. Not fully. So pick something real. It can be anything. Anything real. In a sense, there's nothing that's not real. Well, I don't know if that's quite true. Ideas. It's never that the thing isn't real. Like, ideas and words are real. But it's misunderstanding their realness. 
Like my, if I have an idea of, look, I'm trying not to just give examples of things in front of me, a lamp, which is in front of me. So great job. If I have an idea of a lamp, the lamp isn't real in that idea. It's the idea of the lamp that is real. And you, and if you, if you go deep enough into that, if you go what any real thing you find, that can enlighten you, but you can't just focus on something that points to the real thing. It'd be the equivalent of walking down a road and seeing a street sign that says, you know, two miles to New York and say, and thinking I'm at New York. No, it's a pointer to New York. And if you follow the pointer, you will get to where it points. You know, words are all well and good. They're absolutely incredible tools. But in the end, truth is found only in silence. Because when I say the words, I love you, or I need you, or follow me, or let's meet up later, let's talk, or whatever. Those are pointers to real experiences that will happen, have happened, or are happening. And as soon as you follow those pointers, that's the place to go. Roadmaps to reality. Road signs to reality. Oh, it's a good way you know you found an episode title. <laughs> and you have to be in touch with who you are, really. Again, to revisit that quote. If you are lonely when you are alone, you are in bad company. The ego is essentially a list of thoughts that we think about ourselves. It's how we perceive ourselves with thoughts, but thoughts aren't exactly real. Remember, they're pointers. So follow your ego. You need one, otherwise why would you have it? <laughs> The ego points to you. It isn't you. It would be like some, and this is such a silly example, it's hard to take seriously, but it, it would be like if someone found a map to Denver. They found a map of Denver, and they, and they are looking at this map, and they're getting so frustrated. How can I live in Denver? There's no space. I didn't realize Denver was so flat. I thought it was a full city. It's just a flat piece of paper. Obviously, that's ridiculous. And if you get stuck in egos, that's why they're so dangerous. If you forget what's real, but there's a real part of you that's most likely, almost certainly, not how you perceive yourself. And that's the only you that really matters because that's who you'll really be spending time with. That's who you're sharing, you know, apartment space in your head with this whole time. Is that you, the real you? So you better get to know them, <laughs> as trite and cliche as it sounds. Figure out who that person is, what they're like. Spend time with yourself every day. <laughs> Shouldn't be that hard to do. You can sit down and just think about yourself for a little bit. What am I actually like? Am I actually kind? Am I actually honest? Am I actually cruel? Am I actually a liar? You won't be any one thing. And even if you laid out a perfect, you know, thought self-portrait of yourself, it would be wrong the next moment. 
in a really crude way. Maybe it's like, oh, I'm 42% kind right now and 60% narcissist, which, and you'd be 100% bad at math if you said that. But um, <laughs> the, you know, and that might change in the next second, the next, or in the next year, in the next decade. Maybe it never changes. So take some time to get to know yourself. Because you have to remember, if you are lonely when you are alone, you are in bad company. <laughs>